Welcome, Mistorians. Host Austin Heave-She and host Brenda She-Her have been waiting for you. Come along for Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 55. Welcome back? God, I did it again! (laughs) Shit! Start over! (laughs) Welcome back. I'm sure you're thinking, did I miss the first part of this podcast? You'll never know. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and for once it's not fucking raining. Yeah. And you you know what else? What? Everyone, I got to see Brenda and give her a hug. Yes. I, Austin came to get me. We met at a Wendy's. I don't drive. So I was driven to a, the Wendy's, and then Austin picked me up from the Wendy's. And at this point, I think the people in the Wendy's are just used to seeing me get picked up at this Wendy's. Yeah, I, I was sitting there, and I'm like, so no one came. I sat in the Wendy's for like, not in. I sat outside the Wendy's for a good like 25 minutes, yeah. I think. And I'm like, I was really worried someone would come say something. Brennan's like, oh, they're used to it. And I'm like, I don't know if that's okay. I don't know if they should. Like, I think logically I would go, so someone go ask what that person's doing. And I was trying to think of like what I would say, right? Because if I'm like, I'm waiting to pick someone up. Don't worry about it. That doesn't yeah. sound good. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, I'm waiting to pick up my good, good friend, Brenda. And then hand them one of our, our business cards for the podcast that are coming in. Well, when that happens, but we didn't have them yet. So I was like, I was like, how do I explain, like, I'm waiting to pick a friend up? Because, like, if we were teenagers, that's whatever. They're like, okay. But we are both clearly adults. You know, (laughs) there's like a new wave of, like, people our age who don't drive. No, I think think that's totally fine. But I think if I was a Wendy's worker between the ages (laughs) of, like, 16 to 20, I would be like, uh... But also, as a former fast food worker, um, there's no time to care. <laughs> that's true. That's I guess that's what it is. But yeah, it's I picked- outside the Wendy's, so it's not that it's problem. God's problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, they're not in the drive-through, and they're outside. I you literally do not pay me enough. You can sit forever. I don't care. I have apple pies to eat. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I text Brenda, I was like, I had a dream, I kidnapped you. And she's like, what if you kidnapped me? And then we did it. (laughs) Yeah, then it happened. The next day. Um, That was also literally after I bought a couch. (laughs) I bought a couch and a love seat. So literally I was like laying in a a chair, like in a a, a zero gravity loungy chair on my deck. And just resting from the fact that I wrestled a couch into the basement. (laughs) And, And Austin was like, what if I kidnapped you? And I was like... Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> and we did it, and it was amazing. We hung out for like the whole day, and we ate. I made I made Brenda her promised cheeseburger, and God, it was so fucking good. And oh, here we are such a now. Good cheeseburger. It was juicy and tender, 
and like had good toppings and like it was seasoned, <laughs> which was great. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell the story about the the unseasoned cheeseburger. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. There's a behind the scenes unseasoned cheeseburger. Um, when you hire us to be at your convention, maybe we'll tell it on stage. <laughs> In front of even more people. <laughs> uh, we have news, and we we wrote it down this time. <laughs> don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. We actually wrote it down, so everything's cool. We totally have it for sure, for real. Um, yes. I just like left my body thinking that I didn't post about the most re- like not this episode because that'd be weird about the episode before this one. But I realized <laughs> I did. I was like. <laughs> Did I post episode 54? No, I did. Okay, cool. Uh, so, first up in news, we're gonna get some Star Wars anime by Studio anime. Trigger. Star Wars anime. Studio Trigger. Anime. I-, I can't believe we're alive for this. I'd never, th- like, there's Star Wars manga. There's been Star Wars manga for a very long time. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's not, <laughs> it's not good. It's not good, but I there think... is something endearing about anime Darth Vader. <laughs> um, we don't know what time period will be set in, but it is. There's a bunch of shorts that'll mm-hmm. be coming. The literally the only ones I know and have looked into are Studio Trigger. Um, yeah, there. It's called. Uh, oh, I forgot. I just forgot the name. It's about two twins. It, is it yeah, called Twins? It's not just. I was like, I was gonna say, isn't it called Twins? It might just be called <laughs> Twins. Might be. Where do you go with that? Uh, but it's about two twins, and one's a Jedi and one's a Sith, and that's the whole short. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, it's, it is, it looks, they, like, Studio Trigger, it looks like they, like, got the call, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna use the models from Promare, and I it assume- like Promare. I assume Disney Lucas was like, haha, yeah, okay, ho ho, and then, and then that's what they delivered, and I think now it's too late to go back. <laughs> This is like an old short that like Studio Trigger just like pulled out of a box and was like, "Oh yeah, this will do." We just gotta change like. You remember that Star not, Wars like, short we made for yeah. in-house and never released? We could just use that. No, I'm saying they had like an old short about oh. like two people like from warring factions who fought with swords, and they were just like, "Yeah, wow, sure, Star Wars. That's good. That just put light, put light up the sword. It's good. It's good enough. It's great. Do that have- that JJ Abrams shit. Yeah." <laughs> um the the stream the stream uh what is it the uh, series the series the series of shorts will be called the whole star wars visions um studio triggers is called the twins i wasn't wrong okay. i was just like okay. that it's more than that right no it's not i star wars weeb edition i love studio triggers so much <laughs> their animation is pretty top notch uh, so that should be good. That's first bit of news. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait for that absolute anime bullshit of two of twin Jedi Sith siblings fight. It's it's gonna be fucking incredible. This is like some fan fiction yes. nonsense. This is absolute fan fiction bullshit. What is the next news? The next news is Paddington Three. Paddington 3. Did you see the like the meme about Paddington 3 that was like Paddington 3 begins shooting in 2022 and someone was like I don't think we should give him a gun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I that is that's that is how I found out about it. <laughs> which is 
which is I I personally think an incredible. Um, so yeah, we we're gonna get Padding Three. It'll become they're gonna start filming in 2022. They had announced it. We talked about it earlier in our Paddington episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had announced it and they were like working on the script and stuff. But so it's done. Um, I assume most of the cast was returning. We don't know much more than like they're gonna start filming in 2022. It is incredible that if people are watching this movie so carefully because, <laughs> um. For the studio, they're trying to turn Paddington into their, like, giant flagship franchise. Well, I think they've got it, because Paddington 2 is objectively maybe the greatest movie I've ever yeah, seen. <laughs> I don't, I I think they've they've done it, but I, I understand that they're, like, you know, uh, so they will be pushing So this is the one that goes, more. yeah, this is the one where they go international, right? It has to be. Like, it's the third one, it's like, Paddington, like, maybe he goes back to Peru, Maybe he goes to like I don't know France. <laughs> it it literally has to be because I'm like all right I'm thinking they want this to be like a big flagship franchise so three's not gonna be the last one they gotta they gotta open Paddington Wells up because so far it's been like this block of London is mm-hmm. where all of it is contained but at the end of yeah. Paddington two like Paddington had made like headlines yeah. So everyone knows that Paddington is this big hero. Maybe, like, another bear like Paddington shows up. Oh. And she's like, we have to solve the mystery of whatever (laughs) hell kind of bear we are. No, wait, wait. Is it parent mystery time? Yes. Oh, yes. Is it parent? Are his parents in, like, America in, like, a zoo, right? And they, like, see the paper? They gotta break them out. Uh... (laughs) That's all, like, I'm trying to think of, like, some kind of conflict. Like, his parents aren't nice bears or something. Like, or, let's see. His parents aren't bears. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Every time a Pantheon movie's coming out, I'm like, I don't know what kind of conflict they can create for this bear. And then they do it and they nail it. And the, also, the pressure is on because Paddington 2 is a perfect movie. They have to be stressed. It's got to be, like, whimsical. It's got to have stakes. I think they realized with Paddington 1 they went a little too hard <laughs> <laughs> with the villain. Oh, God. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> they had to... They cut most of the movie that she was in. There's, like, yeah. 15 minutes of footage they just didn't use because she was too it- scary. She was, she's scary. She wants to kill. She's like, I will kill this bear. And everyone else is like, whoa. I mean, he's not (laughs) like, even the guy who hates him is like, whoa, whoa. I thought like, send him back to the jungle. And she's like, no, I will kill and skin this bear. He's like, whoa, like I hate this bear, but that's, he's like a kid. That's a lot. Yeah, it's like, I hate this bear, but not enough to want to skin him, I guess. I'm not trying to kill, like, Penguin is like, I will kill a child. That is Paddington 1. Is dead in the camera, she is like, I will kill this child. Because that is how, like, Paddington is posed as, like, a kid. She's like, yeah, I'll kill kids. And everyone else is like, whoa, what the fuck? (laughs) Whoa, okay, Cruella. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, girl boss. (laughs) Ooh-wee. All right, what's the next news? Uh, I have some uh, uh, next next news. We got them right here, folks. There's a new switch. New switch. OLED light backlit screen. Bigger. Has an Ethernet port. B- b- bendy. 
Bendy Oh, it has a big stand instead of little stand so it can actually stand big big stand that can move more a screen is slightly bigger which like people are harping on the bigger screen i'm like i don't think you understand how like how far it's like i think a half an inch bigger how far half an inch goes on like uh any device truly it looks I think it looks cool. I like the white Joy-Cons just yes. because I don't have sweaty hands. <laughs> How is it to be God's favorite, Brenda? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't sweat out my hands, but I do sweat out my back a lot. So, Well, no one's going to see you your know? back while you're cool, chilling, playing your new OLED Switch. OLED Switch. Yeah, exactly. OLED I think OLED, OLED Switch. <laughs> <laughs> I know people wanted like 4K. But you weren't gonna get. I don't. So no. the problem, the fucking, the fucking problem with all you gamers, <laughs> the motherfucking problem, is rumor mill and leaking and li- and like yeah. it creates something like that's like me and Brenda just talked about panning three. I know we're not gonna get what we just talked about. Exactly. I'm not gonna be like God. I wish I got my Paddington <laughs> Lost in New York City movie. <laughs> Which would be great, because <laughs> Paddington already had a hard enough time coming to terms with London. Oh, God. Can you imagine pa- poor little Paddington in Wait, New York? Also, or, I want it to be a Christmas movie. Or, <laughs> well, of course. How have they not? Oh, it's going to be a Christmas movie for sure. Oh, I want it to be a Christmas movie because that's, I need that's a, a good- slam. That's a slam dunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how they make just shit tons oh, of money. Oh, I know what happens. Christmas the kids movie. go off to college. Oh, and Paddington's just like, I'm still a bear. Does Paddington go to co- does the the daughter Bear College? Does the daughter go to like school in New York? Yes. Oh. Oh. Wow. Oh, and she doesn't want to come home for Christmas. No. And he's like, We have to go home for Christmas. What are you talking about? <laughs> I also think maybe Paddington is prepared for America because he's told that it's rude by all the London people and he gets there and then it's rude. <laughs> or he, he like ends up in like Minnesota. Oh God, yes! Just, like, he ends up in the Midwest, like, <laughs> and it's nicer than London. <laughs> I know. He's like, man, I really, uh, I'm really prepared for like he like America spits to be at like somebody, awful. and they're like, oh, why did you do that, they? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, let me scooch by you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, there. It must have been my fault. I get the door for you. <laughs> he's like, everyone here's nicer than London. <laughs> It's like, oh, wait, uh, sorry, I'll just, or, no, oh, no, yeah. God, I'm trying to think of, like, what are some Midwesticisms. We'll just we keep say. talking. We'll just keep talking. And uh, everything we say. Uh, but the oh, new, the, oh, the, the new Switch. <laughs> I think the problem is, like, people rumor mill so much about, yeah. specifically in gamer culture, that when it's not whatever fantasy they made up in their head about what's was be, why don't they just... I'm like, I don't, so Reggie Philomaeus, the, who was yes. the president of Nintendo America for a long time, not a lot of people yes. like one-to-one ratio, like there, he's Nintendo, said yeah. at E3 one year, um, what did he say? He said, you know, at Nintendo, we've learned we can never make our fans happy. So instead we just try and make ourselves happy and hope that other people like it. And I think it's very true. Nintendo, like, yeah, people are always mad at Nintendo and guess what? You still fucking buy it. So shut up. Well, it's like, I think with like the 4K thing, you know, like PlayStation is in 4K, like mm-hmm. Xbox is in 4K, mm-hmm. but like also that brings the cost up. Yes. And 
people, Nintendo fans kind of forget that the intention is to get these into the hands for, uh, of children. Yes. That is, so, I, like, they need to keep costs down. Since since day one, we just did a whole thing on this, everybody. <laughs> I'm not going to go back there. We just did a whole, there's a whole three-part yeah. special since day one. Nintendo's like, if we sell it to kids, we will make bank forever, period. Yeah, I think the inclusion of an Ethernet cable is really nice. Yeah. I think it should have maybe had that in the first place because it's very yeah. bare minimum. But uh, Especially cool. with Nintendo pushing Super Smash Bros. so much in the competitive market of that. Like, yes. If you play games competitively, you're like, I need to be jacked into the internet. I need to be wired in. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's one thing I think they should have already had but making the screen bigger that's pretty cool i hope it doesn't make it too much heavier because i already have a hard time i'm, not, I'm probably not gonna end up getting this but mm. i have a hard time holding up the original switch as it is mm. um it's just hard for me to hold which is why if i do get another switch i think i would get a mini mm-hmm. i'd get like the new blue mini mm-hmm. um because it's just it's lighter you know i can hold it up a little bit longer my hands aren't very strong so um <laughs> It's also it's compare just, me to a child. <laughs> it's also just part of the course for Nintendo, like quote unquote mm-hmm. upgrades. Like this is like 4K and all that stuff. Like, will Nintendo get into it eventually? I don't know. Maybe they don't really need to for what they create. No. Uh, I can't tell the difference. I have bad eyesight, so like, it just, <laughs> is it gonna look crisper? I can't tell. <laughs> it, it's just like. People are expecting Nintendo to drop a next gen system essentially because like Xbox mm-hmm. and PlayStation have. And I'm like, Nintendo's always, like, one to sometimes three years behind on, like, a new yeah. generation because they're like, if it's selling, why would I, like, I don't need to. We're still, we're, Breath of the Wild 2's coming out on this and it looks great. So what's the, yeah. why am I, why would we do that? Why are we gonna rush production on something that explodes in your house? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this works. It's still selling. It's great. It's more affordable than other gaming systems. It has good games. Like checks all in Nintendo's all boxes. Yeah, pretty much. And I like. I I hope those like new white Joy Cons are available to purchase separately because I you know do Brenda. Want you know them. they're not gonna be. I know. It's Nintendo. We're gonna wrap back around. It's Nintendo. We know they're not gonna be. <laughs> oh God, it would be so great though, wouldn't it? Um, our last two bits of news are both trailers. We have a new Disney movie. Uh called Encanto? Encanto. Uh, Encanto, that is clearly Latinx. It looks looks cool. It looks fun. It looks exciting. The colors are nice. Hamilton Man's on the music. (coughs) Um, Sorry. (laughs) And, you know... There's other people who make that kind of music. (laughs) There's there's definitely... Um, more than one person who can make music Disney. <laughs> like, I think that's, like, my biggest, biggest beef so far mm-hmm. is just that, like, Lin-Manuel Moret, there's other people. I don't like him. I know a lot of people, there's, like, a big old, big old fight on the internet, which isn't any, like, anything new. Fight on the internet is an everyday thing, mm-hmm. but I don't care for him mm-hmm. at all. And I'm not going to get into the specifics of why, yeah. but I just think they could do better (laughs) there's just and there's just other people like it's like it feels like they found their person to make spicy music and that's who they're gonna use yeah and it's like he's not very spicy at all and there's other people who make it and it's like if nothing else like i was i was in like a different group chat i was like i mean i just wanna i someone was like i love hamilton i love moana i'm like that's fine i am on paper i am not going to say he has not made 
music that is enjoyable. Like, yeah. on a, in a vacuum state, I won't, I won't take that, right? Like, I, that's, that is, I would be lying if I didn't say I enjoyed the music of Moana. I am saying mm-hmm. I want different because, like, his style is very distinct and it's just gonna, like, Disney's gonna run into people like, this just sounds like the last thing. Yeah, Disney has a habit of doing this because, like, all of, like, the movies in the 90s were, like, was it Alan Menken did all the music for the Disney Renaissance? Mm -hmm. But, like, that got to feel really samey, too. Mm -hmm. And we're kind of, like, in a world where there's, like, all of this, like, talent that's just, like, ready to be discovered. And it's, like, they could at least get someone from – they haven't said where Encanto takes place. But I'm guessing South America, question mark, because Mm -hmm. um, in the trailer there's a tape here. And that's where those live. So – Someone said it was a capybara. That's a tapir. Capybaras live in Australia. I just want to say, I believe. Uh, SoundCloud is a free service. Disney, you could just like you can mm-hmm. find someone SoundCloud and you can find new talent. Change change someone's life. But the other thing is, Marvel released the What If trailer and it looks really good. It kind of I don't hate the animation. Like no, I was I, like, I wasn't sure yeah. about it from the teaser, but yeah. I think it looks pretty good in motion. I get kind of like a almost like a B stars feel. Yeah. Because, yes, I did watch Beastars. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're sorry? So, I don't know how I feel about Beastars. It's so horny. <laughs> Why are you... Brenda, 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 Brenda. Why are you sorry? What did you do? I don't know. What sin did you commit, Brenda? I watched Beastars. That's the sin. <laughs> did you watch Beastars? I haven't watched Beastars. <laughs> it's it's horny. I'm not. I, I listen. I understand what Beastars is, and I don't know if I'm ready because I watched Brand New Animal and that already got me. So, oh yeah, you're not. No, I was not ready, but I couldn't stop. It was like a train wreck. I got a lot of screenshots from uh, one of my friends, and I was like, yeah, I'm not ready for this awakening. Uh, yeah, I was not. I was not prepared. I watched. The first episode alone in the living room when no one was home, but then people came home and I kept watching it and I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> it's like when you're, it, this sounds like, I'm trying to think of like a different series that has like a lot of innuendo, but it's like when you're in it, it's, I, I can't think of something like Food Wars. Yeah, it was, <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say, maybe. Food, food Wars for me is one like when I'm watching it, I'm like. Haha. And then like if someone else comes in the room, I'm like, I have to turn this off right now. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's what um B Stars kind of felt felt like. Mm. You feel like, God, I shouldn't be watching this. What am I doing? Mm. And then it's like, oh wow, he's a wolf, she's a bunny. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> well, so Brenda's had, anyway, had a sexual awakening. No! <laughs> <laughs> the tiny no. <laughs> um yeah, what Mar- Marvel Marvel What If looks good. It does. I, I love what if stories. I feel like I hope this will take and this is like specifically MCU what ifs, which yes. is pretty cool, I think. Because um, one of them one of them's clearly like, what if Killmonger saves Tony Stark? Wild. Never would have thought of that. Who thought of this? Yeah, I that that one I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Um What is he doing here? <laughs> well he was cause he's there, like in Black Panther, like he's he's in that oh, yeah, part of the world. There. Um Yeah, I forgot. Someone did, like, a freeze frame when they're, like, going through his files, and one of them is, like, one of his files is, like, the same year Tony Stark was there, he was there. Oh, okay. So that, oh, okay. They've been playing um, this. The fact that he eats a missile is a question mark, because he's not, he's not he like, super picks- strong. 
Yeah, no, he's just is just a guy, and he picks up a missile and throws it far enough away to where it doesn't it doesn't hurt anyone. Yeah. Um. Okay. There's also right. one that seems like what if T'Challa had become Star Lord? That one's also just very wild. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, where's where'd P- what happened to Peter? Did he die? Yeah, that's it's it's unclear. Uh, so it seems really cool. It is like a lot. It's like if you're not familiar with Marvel, what ifs? Like it's from the perspective of uh, Utah the Watcher, mm-hmm. who watches and he's he can never intervene, but he must see he must witness all of reality. Uh, yeah. And the Watchers showed up in Guardians of the Galaxy, I think. They're in the after credits scene. Yeah, there's Stanley's like talking to him. Yeah. Um and telling them the events of Avengers One, I think. Uh hmm. also uh T'Challa seems to be voiced by Chadwick Boseman, so Yeah. So at first I was just like, Well, that's not him. And then you were like, It's him, and I was like, oh, What? Uh it's it sounds like him to me. I haven't looked up like if I'm wrong or not, so but whoever it is, it sounds just like him because everyone else is cl- like Tony. Tony talked and I was like, "Holy shit!" Our, our, That's not Robert. Our, Robert Jr. said, "Absolutely not. I will not be voicing myself." <laughs> Never. So they were like, "Um, let's it's get weird. Uh, voice actor Dave." <laughs> it's weird because it is MC. It's clearly like Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it's it's Robert Downey Jr. Like that's who they yeah. drew. It is Robert. It is like. Robert Downey Jr. animated. And then he starts talking and I'm like, whoa! Oh, wow. Okay. And not only is it not him, it doesn't even sound like him. Like, they didn't try. It can't be him. Okay, yeah. So that is Chadwick Boseman as um, Black Panther. Nice. Who's, who voices uh, Tony? <laughs> Please second. tell me who's... Cause the, I, and this is not harping on them. I'm not saying they're doing they're going to do a bad job. It is jarring for them to just take the actor... And cartoonify them, but then mm-hmm. not have their voice and also not have someone try and do their voice. Yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, well, this is an article. They're like, well, it's not It's not Robert Downey Jr. Nope. Who um, is it? You know what, Brenda? You know what I want to know? Yes. What yes. are we talking about today? Oh, well, you're going to discover that right now. It's Discovery Zone. <laughs> That was a b- bad <laughs> intro. Yes. Well, Austin, Discovery Zone, fucking love Discovery yeah. Zone. And I was thinking about like this kind of like play area and like how fast of a flash in the p- pan this whole concept was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went on a, a little little deep dive mm-hmm. <laughs> into into mainly Discovery Zone, but also a couple others. Um, so Discovery Zone. Was either founded in 1989 or 1990. Wait. Um, <laughs> it, Not to every, stop you when uh, you start. <laughs> every article waffles. Like, I couldn't exactly figure out. Well, like, I figured. Okay, so I think it was, like, founded in 1989. And then um, then one was opened in 1990, I think. But, like, sometimes mm. the articles would be, like. And I had like a large article pool, you know, what wasn't New York Times that I couldn't read because of the paywall. Like, mm-hmm. you think I'm going to pay for an article written in 1991? You fools. Absolute idiots. You absolute fools. So it was founded either <laughs> 1989 or 1990. Um, it was founded by it. So it's a it was a franchise of large children play pace 
Play Places, mm-hmm. um, founded in Kansas City, Missouri, mm-hmm. and then they were all closed by 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a surprise guest in this that I did not plan. <laughs> okay. One of our many recurring guests will make an appearance in this. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I could have guessed. <laughs> um, it was founded by uh, Ronald Match. Match? I think it's Ronald McDonald. Kim... I was going to fucking scream. <laughs> well, McDonald's is involved in this story. Uh, it was founded by Ronald Match. The... Kim Jorgen or Jim Jorg God what Jim Jorgenston <laughs> and Doctor David Schoenstadt and, and I couldn't couldn't figure out much about any of these guys except for Jim Jorgenstein and there was an article both his Wikipedia and an article I found referred to him as a serial entrepreneur. What does that mean? So I think what it means is that he had a lot of ideas and funded a lot of ideas and then like ollied off into the sun. Um, (laughs) that's the gist that i got um guy had a lot of money he had like a lot of like backers and uh one of the things that he one of the concepts he came up with was discovery zone so nowadays really like the only thing we have like that compares to discovery zone is like a chuck e cheese with like their tiny little corner of like one ball pit and like a slide and some tubes just really small but imagine that like on a absolutely massive scale this place was huge, just full of like tubes and slides and like those little little slides that are like oh a little pyramid inside the ball pit that you can climb up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just lots of stuff, huge, just full. This th- place was massive. I can't stress how massive this place was. Nice. Um, D- Discovery Zone was built around the concept of fitness. So like, where Chuck E. Cheese's emphasis was on like eating pizza and putting money in arcade machines. Mm-hmm. Um, Discovery Zone was just to get kids playing and active. Yes. Um, so a Discovery Zone spokesperson specifically spoke on this issue and said, getting exercise is the main reason Discovery Zones are around. The equipment is designed so if you play on everything there, you use all the different muscles in your body. Fun comes first. And if you can combine fun with fitness, the children have developed skills of either becoming more fit or building self-esteem while having a great time. Because of this focus on physical play as opposed to coin-guzzling arcade machines, mm-hmm. Discovery Zone had an entrance fee of, like, $6 for, like, the first hour and then $2 for every hour after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this fluctuated as they were opened. Eventually, it gets up to, like, $8 per kid. Um, but when they opened, it was 6 bucks for that first hour. Um, locations were divided into zones, quote-unquote. The big play area was the mega zone with, like, all the slides that I mentioned previously and the ball pits that I mm-hmm. mentioned previously mm-hmm. and, like, little rope bridges and such. Mini zone was smaller versions of this equipment and, like, little foam mm-hmm. ball pits for, like, toddlers and, mm-hmm. like, really little kids. There was an area called the skill zone that had, like, some arcade machines, but a lot of them were, like, more active arcade machines. Mm-hmm. So, like, that, like, spider one where you have to stomp on the spider or, like, that crocodile one where you have to smack the crocodile in his snoot yeah those are from there those were everywhere you could find them like pretty much in every arcade at the time what i'm I'm thinking is so i never got Mm -hmm. to i never went to a discovery zone and we'll talk about the place that you went later on um which i could not dig much information about so you're gonna have to help me just a smudge okay those machines were in there and they did have like some arcades like the 
I think the Jurassic Park one was in there. Mm-hmm. I remember there was like a Flintstones one in there that was pretty cool. Later locations implemented laser tag for an additional fee. It was like a Men in Black mm-hmm. cartoon laser tag. And then also there was an area called the DZ Cage, which was added, which was like a hockey arena that you could play actual hockey in. Oh, that sounds um, sick. Yeah. It quickly became like the, the place for birthdays mm-hmm. in like areas where they were. So like with me, like it was like right where the Chuck E. Cheese was. This is where I always went to have like my birthday parties. Mm-hmm. So like I was digging out pictures of like me in like the birthday room and have like Power Rangers themed birthday parties because they had to deal with Saban. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had just like real good chocolate cake, like mm-hmm. really, really good chocolate cake. Um, let's see. Their uh, rise to fame was so notable that other com- companies, like, quickly took notice and tried to, like, jump on this train. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of these was McDonald's. Oh. <laughs> so McDonald's was really, like, the origin of the the indoor play place, like, with the tubes and the slides and the ball pits. Mm-hmm. Um, they opened outdoor playgrounds in the early 70s to kind of get kids playing because around this time, that's when, like, cities and towns were, like, cutting funding to public playgrounds and, like, shutting them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so McDonald's was like, oh, well, we could put these in our restaurants and, like, try to, like, funnel people through the restaurants mm-hmm. and sell more hamburgers. And it was immensely successful. Yeah. In the mid-'80s, they continued to build on this premise and made indoor play areas mm-hmm. called the McDonald's Play Place. Yeah. And these were really great because it was, like, an indoor environment. It was air-conditioned in the summer in locations where it snows. It was... Um, it was like a place kids could go play, even mm-hmm. though it was like really stormy outside. Kids mm-hmm. could eat, parents could watch. It was like a safe environment. Um, so this like restaurants that had these installed mm-hmm. had like such significantly higher amounts of um, revenue. Mm-hmm. And pretty much every like fast food place in like the nineties also adopted this. So Burger King had it. I think at once one point Wendy's maybe had it. Mm-hmm. Another example off the top of my head: Halo Burger still has them. Huh. Nobody knows what a Halo Burger is. I know what a Halo Burger is. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Every time I'm like, oh, yeah, Halo Burger, people are like, what the fuck? What, do people not know about Halo Burgers? No, because Halo Burger is a East Side thing. Oh. Halo Burger is specifically a Flint thing. Huh. The first Halo Burger is located in downtown Flint, like right on Saginaw Street, which is like the main drag through Flint. It's in this like old, old, old building. Their thing is that they, um, they make... Cheeseburgers with uh, green green olives on them. Huh. And I don't really care for green olives, but I do like them on a burger. I really gotta ask, how do we know stuff like <laughs> this? But, like, I, I had to add, like, 10 plus 18 last night. I was like, oh, wait a sec. What the... What is... What? How how do I get useful information in this fucking head? Why do... Why, I'm like, oh, yeah, Halo Burger. I know them. They... Yeah. <laughs> I was put on this earth to retain facts, not to do maths. Fair enough. T- yeah. Too hot to do math. I also can't tell time, so. Too hot. You, <laughs> Just you, like, you have people for that. <laughs> that's what, like, digital clocks are for. Yeah, exactly. It tells me if it's 555, I don't have to do any math. I don't have to look at, like, whatever hand is whichever mm-hmm. what hand, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, no, it makes sense. <laughs> I live in this era for a reason. So, these McDonald's play places are, like, really, really popular. And then during the same time, Discovery Zone is just, like, just popping off. It is, Mm -hmm. like, more popular than anyone expected it to be. So, McDonald's just like, hmm, I would like to also have a piece 
of this play place pie. <laughs> so <laughs> In 1991, uh, McDonald's throws their hat into the ring and opens this location called Leaps and Bounds, which is the size of a discovery zone. Oh. Um, this is, yeah. So this first location was located in Napierville, which is like a suburb of Chicago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it had a cheaper entry fee mm-hmm. of $4.95. It had a library in there. It had like all the tubes and play places and such. But the wild thing is that it served food. Did not serve McDonald's, though. Oh, hey guys, I don't, Yeah. did you forget, like, you have food. (laughs) You, food is your thing. Not only did it not serve, like, McDonald's food, none of, like, the wide cast of easily recognizable McDonald's characters were present. So this is the height of, what is it called, Burger Town? Mm -hmm. Burgerville? McDonald Land? I don't know. McDonald Land. Is that what it's called? I don't know what the McDonald's I, cinematic universe is called. I'll do a, I'll do an episode on it eventually. But I think it's called McDonald Land. You know, so like Ronald McDonald. Yeah. That, Birdie the Bird. The, the did you say Birdie's the Bird? I swear to God her name is Birdie. <laughs> I, wait. I think. I feel like wait. there's other things named Bird. Is every bird just Birdie? Are people just like God and one for every bird? Yeah. Her name's fucking Birdie. Grimace is like a. <laughs> Radioactive a chicken horror. nugget, right? <laughs> well, is so originally Grimace. I mean, yes, I, I see the comparison, but Grimace was also like originally like he had like multiple arms. Oh he no! Lived in a cave. He's a he was a horror. He was awful. He was like I steal milkshakes. I think, and I oh don't like Ronald McDonald. He was a villain. Oh, um, but that was horrifying. So they were like, well, let's introduce the Hamburglar to be who- the villain who steals hamburgers. He's not a threat. You look at that man and you're like, this he man looks like is the not Mad a threat. TV kid. Truly, he does. We also didn't mention last week in the Klasky Chupo episode um, that Klasky Chupo actually did a series of McDonald's cartoons. No, of I which didn't. I thought about so- it. I knew that. <laughs> I was like, did you do that intentionally? Yeah, I, I was. Um, it was like, it was like, how much Klasky Chupo and how much rocket power did I want to do? True. Yeah, true. they did rocket. Yeah. They did some McDonald's cartoons. They aired on Nickelodeon even. Did they? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember seeing them. Because I only had the first tape, because you had to buy these yeah, separately, and I think tapes. they were like, yeah. They, they, they look so like Rugrats extra. episodes. They did. Um, this is also where Sunday the Dog, which I we talked about in a previous episode, came from. Yeah, yeah I just all? had the, the horror, the scary one, like scared silly, which I think the most horrifying thing was actually just Sunday himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember... I. So that memory of, like, Bimming and Nickelodeon, I'm pretty sure. It may have been just that, like, in... So in the house, in my mm-hmm. grandma's house, uh, I was king until my siblings were born. Um, <laughs> so in grandma's room, in Nickelodeon was on TV. Period. Mm-hmm. And in the back family room, Cartoon Network was on TV. Period. And so I remember mm-hmm. watching around McDonald's stuff in my grandma's room. So to me, I'm like, Nickelodeon. I could have been tricked and they put the tapes in. I don't remember. I also had, like, all the tapes. This is also because I used to like watch movies in my grandma's room too. <laughs> what is and I also remember, I don't know. I also remember watching the McDonald's tape at my grandma's house. It's, it's like a really weirdly vivid memory. It's the only memory I have of watching it. This is weird. Me and Brenda are <laughs> one person, and I, I, I don't know what will happen one day. We wake up and we realize we've just been talking to ourselves for this whole podcast and doing like. <laughs> And doing, like, voiceover work, but whichever one of us is the prime is gonna freak out. 
<laughs> I, t- I kind of hope it's you because I don't oh. want to have that existential crisis. Oh, man. I don't know if I could handle it. <laughs> I can barely handle having to even think about taxes. <laughs> and I wake up and be like, yeah, my good bud Austin. And someone's going to be like, what are you talking about? And I'll just be like, ah! So, um, McDonald's, no McDonald's characters, no McDonald's food. This is no around McDonald's when, like, time. no McDonald's. Um, this is around the time when McDonald's was really starting to feel pressure from parent groups. Um, this is when the heat was getting kind of like starting to be put on them about like happy meals and about like predatory sales tactics. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, around this time, like right now in the present time in which we are living, there's really no presence of Ronald McDonald or like no advertising for Happy Meal toys mm. because McDonald really had to like pull away from that in order to try to quote unquote save their image. Um, I mean, now everyone like 28 to 35 wants chicken nuggets anyway. So it's too late. I, it worked on us and they're like, that's all we needed. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we've got the millennials. We made chicken nuggets better than they used to be. And I know I eat them at least once a week, which is sad, but... I haven't gone Sometimes back. you don't feel like... I know. Like, oh, it's so easy, though. Like, sometimes you just need a chicken nugget. I, I haven't gone back chicken. because I know what it'll do to me. Cause I'll, it's a slippery yeah, slope. Yeah, I'll, I'll, there'll be no... Because I, I can drive, and it's right, it's right by my house, Brenda. Yeah. What am I going to do? Make food? Fuck that. I'll go to McDonald's. Exactly. You just go, you get, like, chicken nuggets. It's so cheap. You got sauce. You, like, you can get the BTS meal if you want. Like, if you want those sauces. Like, fine, whatever. Like, (laughs) I think there's not a day that goes by where I don't think I could just go get chicken nuggets every day. Now, I also really like Wendy's chicken nuggets. Oh, God. You gotta move on. I'm hungry. Fuck. I haven't eaten food yet. I don't know if you could tell I'm hungry. So, back to Discovery Zone. Um, Even with leaps and bounds, which expanded like pretty quickly discovery zone was continuing to thrive they had 22 locations in 1992 and 61 in 1993 uh 1993 was also the year that discovery zone went public as a company Mm -hmm. so they did that pretty quickly like they were like open in 1990 and then went public in 1993 um in 1994 blockbuster purchased discovery zone oh um and we kind of touched on this like a little bit in our Blockbuster episode, mm-hmm. but it's around 1995 when things start to go a little bit south for Blockbuster. And shortly after this, Blockbuster gets purchased by Viacom. And so Viacom becomes like the parent company of Discovery Zone. Um, it's all coming together. But also, yeah, but also in 1994, a little bit after the Blockbuster purchase, Discovery Zone ends up buying McDonald's 45 Leaps and Bounds locations. Um, for a hundred and eleven million dollars. Holy shit! And those locations were rebranded into Discovery Zone locations. So by the end of the year in 1994, Discovery Zone has almost 300 locations. Jesus. But here's the caveat, and here's where things start to go bad. They were they lost ten million dollars oh, no! in 1994. <laughs> they just spent all it's that money. Same- they did. It's the same issue that like Chuck E. Cheese and Showbiz Pizza had. Um, just the goal was expansion instead of like having like a quality product mm-hmm. in a couple places. Like the only goal was like get as many of these as we can everywhere. Yeah. So like by this time they had locations in Canada, throughout the United States, and they had a couple in Puerto Rico. They're like more, so more spots means more kids means more money. 
right. But the problem is that it didn't. These locations, the size of them, and why I emphasized the size of them at the beginning, is because it's not just like opening a tiny Chuck E. Cheese, which has like a very small footprint. Mm. This is a giant, like warehouse-sized play yeah. place. Um, startup, I think, like it costs like, and I could be wrong because I forgot to write this number down, but it's seven million in order to open one Jesus. of these. One of these. That's all of the equipment, all of the prizes, the arcade machines. The there's like a little robotic mascot that they had that kind of just like rolled around. Um, just all of this stuff, and there were like franchisee mm-hmm. options, but it was like an incredibly expensive. Yeah, thing that's to, not like, like franchise. That's not like opening up a Domino's or a Little Caesars, like a lot of mm-hmm. people. Like a lot of people did in Michigan in the '90s and early 2000s. That's like that is like. Can you convince someone from? Uh, Rochester Hills can convince someone from like West Bloomfield mm-hmm. that this is what their family should do, like pool their money and open yeah. a discovery zone. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then like another issue is that on weekends, these places were packed, packed, packed. But the issue is that like during the week, yeah. parents have to work, kids are at school. Yeah. Um, You're not going to, that's like, that's so, like too much. Yeah. That's like, because it sounds like, it sounds like this is, like, an affair. This is, like, what you do for your Saturday with your kid is, like, I'll throw mm-hmm. them in Discovery Zone or we have a birthday party. This isn't, like... Yeah. Because I remember even, like, I would go to Chuck E. Cheese sometimes during the week because it's not, like, a whole thing. And it's right... It was They always were next to other kids' stuff. Yeah. Um, the thing with Chuck E. Cheese is that you don't have to pay to enter the Chuck E. Yeah, Cheese. Yeah, you can just be there. You, you, yeah. You can be there. You can get... I don't know. It was probably four or five dollars of tokens. Like yeah. I, don't, I, I was a kid. I don't know how much they fucking cost back then. Um, <laughs> and just go. I mean, I. So the other day, I went by Chuck E. Cheese and laughed because I'm like, man, you fucking made it out again, you pizza rat. And there was people coming and going, like booming. And I was like, why? Why you? Yeah. Were, this place was literally going to close. How is it busy? <laughs> Exactly. It's like this place. It, I because I drove past like because I was in Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. I drove past the that Chuck E. Cheese and it was packed. Right? And I'm just like, like, what's going on? This is this is a Monday. But like, it's a it's a Monday. It's the summer. I'm sure. I there's no doubt in my mind they have gotten rid of tokens, especially now. Oh yes, like that's they had gone. already gotten. Yeah, they're like, here's a fucking app you can get as a parent and just like give them. 45 Chucky bucks and just not think about it. Or like, you know, Dave and Buster just gives you those cards yeah. that you can use and you just use the card. So tokens are dead and tickets are dead. Right. Like it, there's, there's no way that like they've have to have monetized it in a way where it's like, like a free to play mobile game where you don't think about it. That the yeah. fact that your kid just spent $45, like real life <laughs> dollars playing games at Chucky yeah. Cheese. Oof. I was. That's a whole. I was full video game. I was like gobs. I was so confused. We were driving by. We had like some p- orders to pick up at Old Navy, and I was like, <laughs> "Why are there so many people at the Chuck E. Cheese?" I was like, "Do what? I, I kind of want to go in, but that's weird." <laughs> I they used to have they had that rule for a while. Well, you couldn't without a kid, which is fair. I don't know if it still exists. Well, then they were like, they were like, "Well, we do want adults to actually come into the Chuck E. Cheese and did, have coffee they did and happy work." Hour. Yeah, they're like, have coffee. We sell beer. Put your la- we have Wi-Fi. Put your laptop up here. Do some work. Like, Chuck E. Cheese is Do the a stickiest. Zoom call. Like for every adult, right? Every adult, like 
age 25 up there like Chuck E. Cheese is literally like sticky everywhere I'm not taking my computer yes no I'm not gonna put and then like some kid will come up to my table and be like what's that and I'll be like oh sorry honey I'm in a meeting right now (laughs) hey what's your what's in the background of your zoom oh that's Chuck E. Cheese (laughs) wait what (laughs) you're you're in this you're at a Chuck E. Cheese yeah I'm at a Chuck E. Cheese right now they uh, you know wi-fi is really expensive and they have free wi-fi and uh, cookie pizza. Pizza's not so bad. So I figured it was, it was a, it was a good two, investment. Two bucks a slice. Two bucks a slice for a slice of pizza. And let me tell you, it's pretty good, actually. God, I want Chuck E. Cheese um, pizza. Fuck me. Yeah. What was I eating the other day that I was like, this is, oh, 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 yes. Um, Little Caesars Hot and Ready Thin Crust Pizza reminds me of a Chuck E. Cheese pizza. God, fuck. I want Little, I want Little Caesars and Chuck E. Cheese on the same night to compare them. Yeah. Oh, that would be, gosh, when things open up and I'm like closer to where you live, we're going to do that. We're going to get a Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Episode, episode 100, everybody, is just us reviewing pizza. <laughs> I'm going to write that <laughs> down. <laughs> we're going to review Little Caesars Hot and Ready. We'll, Little Caesars will come up again in this episode. We'll do something real, but we're also <laughs> going to review pizza on the episode. Sorry, Brenda, keep going. Yeah, write that down. Yeah, write that down. All right. So Discovery Zone has just lost an absolute shit ton of money. Because they expanded too quickly and the market is kind of volatile. Um, They're just not bringing in as much money as they were hoping. Mm -hmm. And now the money is beginning to run out. Uh, So Blockbuster is panicking. They're like, oh, God. Um, Previously, they had plans to expand Discovery Zone to the United Kingdom. They wanted to integrate Blockbuster branding into Discovery Zone locations. So you would, like, rent a movie and get, like, some money off your admission. That sounds Um, stupid. (laughs) Yeah, and they also wanted to utilize Viacom's house of, like, character properties, so Nickelodeon is the big one at this ah, time, so they wanted to incorporate is. Nickelodeon, yeah, incorporate Nickelodeon into Discovery Zone. So this, like, kind of, like, opened, like, a whole new can of worms, like, already with, like, the Saban Power Rangers oh, yeah. um, deal, like, people, parents Discovery were being Zone. like, well, you've been to Discovery Zone, I knew it, you had to it have! Just, it just exploded in my mind when you said the Power Rangers, I had a Power Rangers birthday once at Discovery Zone. Yeah, because they had a deal. I had one too. Um, they had a deal with Saban Entertainment and Power Rangers. Yeah, they were, but parents weren't. They, did they yeah, come to yours? They came to mine. Um, the Power Rangers. Yeah. I can't remember if they were actually there. I remember there's like cutouts and like the cake was Power Rangers. Yeah, they. I met the white. I as if it was. It's not the real actors. I know that. <laughs> but, 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 Tommy Oliver. Yeah, but in like Tommy, like Tommy, quote unquote, and Jason, quote unquote, were like at my birthday, and they were like, "We have to keep our identity secret, so we can't take off our." I was like. And thinking back, I'm like, it's weird they tried to justify because as a kid, I'm like, I don't want to fucking see your face. Like, this is what I want. Shut up. Yeah, that's so funny that they had that like plan. Like, this is a fucking Disney World quality, <laughs> yeah, like, quality of like, character interaction. Like, I, like any kid's gonna ask you to take your helmet off. I would because I really liked Tommy's face. <laughs> <laughs> How many times will Brenda be pointing at everybody? Horny counts at three. <laughs> is it at three what was my other one uh b stars and yes i think i just kind I wasn't of... horny for the hamburglar <laughs> <laughs> it was i think i was counting my cheeseburger ah yeah yeah i was pretty horny for that cheeseburger <laughs> sorry continue <laughs> i will let i will let you weave your story about discoveries and i'm sure there's so much more still please continue i'm sorry okay no worries. So Discovery Zone, like, they had that deal with the Power Rangers. Parents were starting to complain because they didn't want their kids to be advertised to <laughs> while they were at 
mm-hmm. the place. Uh-huh. You know, this is, we're just so used to it now. Like, you just, like, to talking about Chuck E. Cheese again. You walk into a Chuck E. Cheese and they're like, Chuck E. Cheese brought to you by Arthur. <laughs> like, yeah, um, we're just very used to it. Yeah, it, yeah, I don't know. It reminds me of the Saturday morning cartoon stuff of, like, Exactly. Parents loving it when they were kids and they grew up like, wait a second, that was to sell me He-Man toys. Exactly. This was just to sell me shit. Oh, well, I still have just so many good childhood <laughs> memories associated with it. So pick, I'm okay pl- with advertising. People have to pick one. <laughs> you can't have both. <laughs> um, so p- parents are pissed. Parents are kind of getting pissed. They don't want more integration. Discovery Zone's just like, oops, well, that was our whole big plan to get more money, but okay. And so their other plan is to implement things for, like, slightly older kids, mm-hmm. so, like, 12-year-old-ish, mm-hmm. 10 to 12. So they implemented um, the aforementioned Men in Black laser tag room, mm-hmm. which also was more advertising. <laughs> um they implemented the DZ cage, and then they also had karaoke, which I remember being very lame. Like, mm-hmm. it was just literally, like, a karaoke box and a bad stage. It, it was, yeah, it was like, okay, all right. Um, but at this point, we're, like, late 90s now. They're trying. It's too late. They mm-hmm. file for um, Chapter 11 bankruptcy in 1996, mm-hmm. and Chapter 11 bankruptcy is the one where we hopefully, they hopefully would restructure mm-hmm. Um, this is what Chuck E. Cheese just emerged from, like a phoenix rising out of the goddamn mm. ashes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were $366.8 million in debt. Holy shit. This is bad. This is very bad. Um, I was watching like a video about Discovery Zone on YouTube, and they mentioned an anecdote from a franchisee owner who said that like towards the end, it was very hard to get food and the food quality had dropped so drastically mm-hmm. that they were literally purchasing like little Caesars pizzas and or, no, Domino's pizzas and um, Baskin Robbins ice cream to serve to kids at birthday parties because wow. the food quality had just tanked so bad. Um, wow. Yeah. Discovery Zone is, is struggling. They hang on in there. But on April 20th, 1999, they close 106 locations overnight with no warning. What? No warning. Employees had no warning. Um, they literally went to work the next day and it was closed. To the point where, like, people who had birthdays scheduled, a lot of them were not contacted, went to the location to find that it was just closed. And they had not been contacted. Oh, holy shit. That's like what David's bridal did. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. That's exactly That's what That's where happened. my partner got her wedding dress. The only reason, The only reason she got it is because one of the workers... Her overheard a manager talking to corporate about this like surprise closing, and they put it in the mail for oh her. Oh my god! Wow. Yep. That was so nice of yeah. them. They sent her the wedding dress wow. and like a bunch of extra free stuff because they were like, "We're going under." They there was like a note in there that's like that was like, "Please don't." But like it showed up the day the announcement happened, and there's a note that's like, "Please don't <laughs> like tell anyone about this." Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was, wow. I, that was, that's, I, I can't just, imagine, oh my god, walking, especially working at Discovery Zone, yeah. like, you're just a worker, as far as you know, you're on, you're like, this place is on top of the world. Yeah, you think everything is, like, going fine, and maybe, like, you kind of see, like, a little bit of, like, the cracks starting to show, but you just go into work one day, and there just is no work? Yeah, oh my like, god, what do you can do? you, can you fucking imagine, like, you roll up to, like, your old job, and it's just like, actually, I, clo- <laughs> we closed forever? Yeah, and 
And I can't imagine like the devastation of like being a kid and like being like, I'm having my birthday party today. Oh my and God. Birthday. Par- yeah, that hurt the most. Like reading that, I was just like, I would have been devastated. Like the only reason that didn't happen to me is one, my birthday's in March, so it wouldn't have happened mm-hmm. to me. And two, <laughs> um, I was just, I was a little bit too old at that point. Mm-hmm. Also, it was just a little too expensive um, for my parents at that point. That's time, just so. like, I, wow. Oh God, being a parent for that. Oof, yeah. Oh, God. Um, and there's no... In- oh, like, God. You, and there's no internet for me to go yell on at this point in time? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do? Scream. <laughs> I don't... I, there's, exactly. There's no, like, there's no way people aren't just in parking lots, like, screaming. Yeah, you scream, you go to Chuck E. Cheese, and then you go to Toys R Us. Yeah. Like... they. Oh, my God. You had to, like, go home and, like, call every parent, like, hey. Yeah, you don't like, have a cell okay, phone. the party's not happening. Like... You don't have a cell phone. You have to hope that you catch them before they get to the location. But, like, maybe they're already on their way there. So what do you do? You put a note up on the door, like, Billy's birthday's been moved to, like, 444. The Chuck E. Cheese. Like, right? <laughs> like, We're going to the rat house. God, that pizza, this <laughs> fucking pizza rat must have been. Pizza rat. Yeah, that pizza rat must have been dabbing in the back of the, like, oh, fuck me, yeah, fuck me, oh, what's this? We're not done mentioning the pizza rat, don't worry. I know. Oh, my God. That's. <laughs> I, I, the fa- the fact that Discovery's almost told no and Chucky Cheese has been told yes like several times. Wow, who does Chucky e. Cheese? What what dirt does Chucky e. Cheese have on the U.S. government? What pact with what demon has Chuck <laughs> entered into in order to survive? Mister Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> whoever whoever you really are, you could be giving like world-class lectures on how to swindle the government <laughs> swindle yeah you can never die if they can't kill you <laughs> what does that mean uh you'll figure it out one day kid you either will or you won't and then the, the survival of the fittest and all that <laughs> there's no way you're gonna be approved charles ah that's what you think kid <laughs> i've got some doit on the yes. prison if you know what yes. i mean charles and Jamie jesus proven that for somehow in some reason they are the backbone of the u.s economy <laughs> nothing around here runs without me. <laughs> <laughs> not even the first one but like if you get rid of me what'll happen like you're right chapter 11 it is i've got my rat fingers in all of the pies oh my god what company do they secretly own or have like a, a piece of that like they're oh sorry discovery zone jesus christ Big. Big cheese. Um, yeah, so Discovery Zone um, was forced to release a statement on why all these locations closed on the same day overnight. And the, it goes as thus. They were immediately scheduled, the locations, they were immediately scheduled for closing to allow for removal of owned and leased equipment and fixtures before the end of the month. The next date that rent was due on these leased properties. So they really just closed because rent was due and there was no money. They just Damn. couldn't have told everyone a month earlier or something. Damn. I mean, that shit happened. Yeah. So what's interesting, so something that happened here in Grand Rapids. I don't know if you heard about this. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened? The bit, Mark. So there's a guy here in Grand Rapids, Mark Sellers, who owns way too much stuff and is a <laughs> is also a, a serial entrepreneur, which sounds very close to murderer. And I think that's what they're going for. <laughs> <laughs> um. He opens too many restaurants and buys too many arcade machines. That is pretty much his whole thing. Ah, yes. Uh, he opened up a restaurant in the old bar that used to be called McFadden's. 
Oh, yes. And he opened up I'm... a restaurant there that was, like, meant to be, like, an English common house, which is, like, a like slightly fancier upscale place. So, like, yeah. McFadden's was, like, a, like... Dive yeah, like, I did not allow friends to go there, especially if they were no. women or femmes. I was like, do not go to McFadden's. Like, it is Mm-mm. it is a known dangerous place to be. Do not go there. Um, so they tried to, like, upscale its image and stuff. And so, like, it was fine. The food was good. It was, like... Yeah. For, at the time, our age range, so, like, I was, like, 23 at the time. Like, it was, like, this is, like, a nice dinner spot. Like, this is, like, either adult yeah. families in town or, like, you want to have a nice date or, like, a nice, like, night out with friends. Like, this is where you go. It is not, like, Yeah, a, it was called the the Waldron, yes, wasn't that Waldron. what it was called? It is not, like, mm-hmm. an all-the-time place. That place, yeah. one of my friends worked there. They had a meeting one day, and they were told, like, hey, uh... The workers along, so this is slightly different, but the workers along with Mark Sellers, who owns the place, was told they've been losing $4 million every month. (laughs) And that they would need to close today to not, like, to, to, like, be able to somehow try and break even. Oh my god. Like, they went into work for a meeting, and they're like, yeah, so this is the last thing we can operate. We've been losing $4 million where you're out of money. This is it. Go home. Yeah, like, and Mark Seller is like, he found people other lo- jobs at other locations of restaurants he owned, but like, the like you're like, well, you're losing $4 million there. Why should I keep working here? Um, yeah. It's just weird because like, stuff like this happens a lot where like, these serial entrepreneurs are just like, $7 million to open a franchise and you think this is a business model? <laughs> yeah. What are you what are you talking about? <laughs> That's why like the number of like Discovery Zone franchisees like dropped off immensely from like the beginning because people realized like we just can't make money That's, at all. The, to be like cuz usually you pitch franchises like, you know, you could have a local. You could have a local Dairy Queen. You could have a local mm-hmm. like Panera Bread, which I don't know how much that costs to start up, but like that's a thing. Um I feel like that's expensive. <laughs> But it's, like, the idea of, like, trying to, like, convince, like, someone that is at least upper middle class that you should sink $7 million in loans into this place, like, that is an unfathomable number to any person on the street. Exactly. Yeah. So, 13 of these closed discovery zones and some discovery zone assets, including, like, random land that had been purchased to put discovery zones on, was purchased... By Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> the rats swept in and purchased these locations, and then they had to like be like help reschedule birthday parties like very quickly. <laughs> Amazing. Like I was I was reading an article where like a guy who was like trying to like schedule parties was like he was like, I'm glad that most people do understand that we didn't do this. But also, there's only so many hours in the day, and only we only have 13 of these, and we can't reschedule everyone's party, right. and that's rough. <laughs> that's, oh my god, what a nightmare. Yeah, so then Discovery Zone kind of hobbles on in that capacity for, like, a little bit longer, but they're all gone by 2001. And that's it. They're gone. They're gone. Forgotten. Um, Last, yeah, last little, an- not by me, I'll never forget. <laughs> but anyway, last little anecdote 
is that in February of 2020, there was like an announcement on Facebook that a location in Cincinnati, Ohio was going to be calling themselves Discovery Zone. Mm-hmm. So like they were tr- they were advertising this and this was like all over like Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like people were like, oh, my God, Discovery Zone's back. They are not affiliated with the original Discovery Zone company at all. Their logo is a um, the Double Dare logo. Oh, like, if you look at it, it is just the I think I'm pretty sure it's the Double Dare logo. Mm-hmm. It's the Double Dare logo. <laughs> Almost exactly. They can do that, right? I don't, is Viacom still the, their dad? The, no, because this is not affiliated with oh. Discovery Zone at all. Uh-oh. <laughs> that name just doesn't exist in like any form of marketing capacity because Blockbuster doesn't exist anymore. Right. And Blockbuster technically was the owner. Jesus the Blockbuster technically Christ. owned. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Discovery Zone. So, like, no, they technically can't have this look like the Double Dare logo. I don't even know how, like legally if they can use discovery zone but they definitely did wow um this was advertised like all over facebook they opened in early february of 2020 mm-hmm. um surprisingly they have survived the pandemic wow. they're still open they're still posting on facebook they have pretty positive reviews but if you look at pictures of it it looks like very much like a trampoline park oh yeah like there's no trampolines but like you look at it, it has that like fluorescent white lighting the floor is just concrete there's just random tables mm. it doesn't have like a lot of like heart or whimsy to mm. it that discovery zone kind of had um and maybe i just kind of associate mm. like 90s aesthetics with like warmth i guess i don't know but like it just looks very clinical to me yeah um but it's got positive reviews and like at least it's like a place where kids can go play mm. and they made it through the pandemic so i guess that's cool they made it. that's wild so you mentioned the place I went, and I assume you're referring to Caesarland. Yeah. Yes, I was referring to Caesarland, which was very difficult to find any concrete information on. I found an opening date, which was in 1994, mm-hmm. um, and I couldn't figure out exactly how many of them there were. Mm-hmm. I found like a blog post that was like a very unflattering blog post about how awful it was to be at Caesarsland <laughs> in 2007. <laughs> I only have good memories of Caesarland. Um Mm-hmm. There is not a lot of info on it because it wasn't. I feel like because it wasn't big, right? It was like yeah, Little Caesars muscling in because. So I don't know if you know Little Caesars started Caesarland because they started buying old Chuck E. Cheeses. Oh, okay, that's what happened. Yeah, in the eighties, Mike is his name Ichich Illich. I think it's Illich. Oh, Mister Mr. Caesar's, Caesar's man? man. Um, started buying like old Chuck E. Cheese's in the 80s as they if they like closed them to like move or whatever he'd like buy the building um ah so he started buying Chuck E. Cheese's if they closed I think Chuck E. Cheese had a bankruptcy somewhere in there at some point that he bought up some which is here Charles is still fucking here like I guess Charles is the one but uh he bought a property and yeah they opened sometime in the 90s 94 might be right I don't know exactly Mm -hmm. uh but they were kicking around until 2011, the last one closed in Southgate. The Southgate Le- Caesars Land location is up for sale, and you can purchase it for $600,000. Oh, last I checked, it was a Pet Supplies Plus. Oh, really? Oh, maybe it was, that was a different one I found. Uh, there's One of the Caesars Land locations. I think locations. the one in Pokemouse is still just sitting, and there's one in Chicago that's still just sitting, uh-huh. I think. Um, but yeah, the, one, the, the last one that closed was the Caesars Land in Southgate, Michigan, in 2011. Mm. Um, 
and last I checked, they were now Pet Supplies Plus. There's like someone who has a Flickr account who's like who goes to old places and like photographs what they are now. I was like, this used to be this. Uh, they used to like work around the area, a lot of like hourly jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Caesarland was a lot like Chuck E. Cheese, but Little Caesars. Um, so they had Little Caesars pizza and food, and it had a lot of the same games that other places had. Unlike it was smaller in Chuck E. Cheese, so like it was even smaller still. Um, mm-hmm. which is interesting because a lot of them were old Chuck E. Cheese's. I don't know what they used the extra space for, if it was storage or what, because I remember their ball pit wasn't as big as Chuck E. Cheese. They didn't have as many big games as Chuck E. Cheese. Like, Chuck E. Cheese, the big thing for me was, like, the Jurassic Park game. Um, yeah. They did not have that, They ha- but they had the Spider game and a few other games to talk about Discovery. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. But yeah, it was it was nice. Their birthday packages were cheaper and a little bit simpler. It was usually like pizza and you can like play, essentially. Um, yeah. I think they mostly tried to get by with like Little Caesars is like a cheaper option for families and they really leaned on the like Michigan first aspect. And Mike Illich was like a nice human, mm-hmm. right? Like he paid Rosa Parks rent. He like helped save a lot of like Michigan sports teams in Detroit when they were struggling. Um, mm-hmm. So I think people enjoyed supporting little Caesars and they kind of leaned on all of that. And I think that's what mostly carried them through like the nineties and early two thousands. And you know, around 2011, like the pizza arcade fat is dying, but one fucking pizza rat still here. <laughs> he's still here. Inexplicably. He's survived. It's, I can't listen. Everyone. It is unfathomable to me. That I don't know how many topics you talk about, and like, and Chuck E. Cheese was there too, and he lived to tell the story for some reason. And he's the only one left. He's just still here. I don't know. I at this point, I don't think anyone should step up to the ring because clearly Charles has proved he will kill you. Well, do you know someone else who tried to step into this arena and failed miserably? Who? Mickey Mouse. Wow. Yeah. Rat versus mouse. Rat versus mouse. The endless battle. Of the rat wins. In 1990. The rat uses, the rat <laughs> uses prison rules. He's got claws. He will, he will shank you. You think it's a boxing <laughs> match and he takes out a fucking knife. You're like, whoa, oh, oh. Oh, whoa, what? <laughs> Charles. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I play the win, Mickey. I'm going to stab I you. I play for keeps. <laughs> oh, I thought this was going to be like a funny little, little match between stab friends, them. right? Stay out of my arena, Mickey. Charles. Go back to your cartoons. Why oh, would you do this to me? Charles! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so in 1996, um, this, so around the time when like, Discovery Zone had filed for bankruptcy, mm-hmm. um, Michael Eisner, who we talked about in the... One of them. I don't remember. I'm sure which. we've talked about oh, Michael. Goofy if you don't movie. know who Michael Eisner is, I don't know what to tell yeah. you. Go, you, you do. Goofy movie. You're wrong. You do know who he is. <laughs> He was the CEO of Disney during the 90s, and he was the spearhead of the, the Disney Renaissance. Okay, so this is towards the period where he starts having the bad ideas. So, like, the <laughs> Mickey Mouse-shaped hotel. Um, but he no longer has his um, wingman to tell him that his ideas are bad, so he's just allowed to, like, do whatever the fuck All he right. wants. And what he, yeah, and what he wants to do is open a thing called Club Disney, which is, like, kind of like a Discovery Zone and kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese um, but themed to Disney. So you would think that, like, if anyone could do it, it would be Disney. And yet, <laughs> like... Jesus. There's, like... Yeah, there's just, like... 
not a lot of information about it because it was like open for such a short period mm-hmm. of time, but it had like areas that were like set aside to be themed like of different characters. Mm-hmm. And I might actually talk about this like a little bit in the future in more depth mm-hmm. um, because its history is kind of intrinsically tied to the history of Disney Quest because that this Club Disney and Disney Quest are both the only parts of what is was known as Disney Regional Entertainment, which was intended to be like Disney's way of bringing Disney-type experiences to locations right. that aren't Florida or um, California. Uh, so I'll go into it a little bit more in depth in the future. But just know, um, Mickey tried to do this, and Mickey couldn't do no it. No one can so do it. The fact just that, give up. <laughs> except, for, except for Charles Entertainment Cheese. He's, he's the... I, I don't... The original pizza rat, everybody. He will never die. Yeah, I li- listen, Little Caesars tried. Little Caesars, like... Little Caesars has a pizza market in the Philippines. Really? Yeah. They also they just oh that's something they also cool. just entered the Indian market last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, like they know pizza, but they 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 can't fuck with like arcade pizza. Only little only Chuck E. Cheese. Only Chuck E. Cheese, and even like Chuck E. Cheese couldn't like corner an international market. Oh. Like they tried, they had locations in Australia mm-hmm. as we previously mm-hmm. discussed, and Hong mm-hmm. Kong. And probably some other places too that I can't quite pin down where. But um, yeah, Little Caesars has just got—they just—they know pizza. They know pizza. I, I think I'm gonna have a Little Caesars pizza today. I want Little Caesars in. Ch- I want to eat Little Caesars while at Chuck E. Cheese. I want to. I want to. <laughs> you just. I want to stare Charles in the fucking eye and be like, "I dare you." I brought my own pizza. I hope that's okay, <laughs> Charles. You, you tempted me, kid. You tempted me. But not in front of the children. It's a birthday party. And as you know from my backstory, I can never have a kid have a sad birthday party. But meet me in the parking lot afterwards. <laughs> then we'll take care of it. Because no kids will be back there at that time. So I made a promise that I would not cause fights in the cheese anymore. But just know I'm ready to fight at any moment I got in time. my Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> oh yeah, you told that story on our... First episode? Yeah, I think so. Where you 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 punched, punched Chucky right Charles. in the fucking mouth. I couldn't blame you though. He snuck up on you. It was self-defense. God, I I can't. So that's Discovery Zone. Another victim of Charles Entertainment Cheese. We'll have to start keeping a body count for this rat because I don't know how many how many fucking franchises we've been through. And at the end, it's like, and Charles stood victorious. Apparently, yeah. Who else will fall? God, I mean, he like. Any single pizza arcade, anything, he's, like, those are all, he killed all of them. That's mm-hmm. a whole, like, chain of business that Charles is, like, absolutely not mine. Just somehow has come out on top. Um, before we go, can I share one last Chuck E. Cheese fact? <laughs> this is not a Chuck E. Cheese episode. You know, he worked his way in here, and I have a Chuck E. Cheese fact that I have not shared, and I don't think we can get a third whole episode about Chuck you E. Cheese in here. You say that now. Here, We're going to so. get off this call, and it's like, <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese has become president. Oh my gosh. <laughs> go ahead. My first rule of president is that I'm only going to serve pizzas. <laughs> Executive order pizza. <laughs> you eat anything other than pizza, you're done. I will throw you into the ocean. <laughs> Charles, you don't have that kind of he throws that man into the ocean. I will throw you into the ocean. (laughs) So in the mid-90s, Chuck E. Cheese began recording their show tapes at Disney's MGM Studios. 
So there's like a video online that I couldn't use for like any of my YouTube videos, but it's like um, the guy who voices Chucky pre Bowling for Soup days, Mm -hmm. the guy who voices Chucky doing a Mickey Mouse impression with like a zoom in on a plush Mickey Mouse. And he's just like, oh, hey, sorry. Um, We record our show tapes at Disney now. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) So I, (laughs) I absolutely love, I think what I've loved the most about doing this show because we got a few minutes. The thing I, I love the most about doing this show has been, because, like, we have focused, uh, there's so much information that I think is so interesting from, like I said, the last, like, two decades, like, the 90s and early 2000s, that mm-hmm. people are like, oh, that happened? That affected me. And I think that's, like, what's interesting for us, right? We're like, oh, this is what shaped our lives and, like, who we are today as people. And yeah. I, I love that part about history. And I absolutely mm-hmm. love how much, like, it just, like, you know the pettiest fucking shit was going on when, like, Chuck E. Cheese team rolled up to record stuff at Disney Studios while also actively killing a Disney IP. Exactly. You know, like, the, time. The, the pettiest shit. And maybe not between, like, voice actors and, like, producers who just, like, run the studio. No, like, they don't care. But, like, some exec rolled in, you know, to the recording. It was like, oh, is, uh, you know, the exec, is, is are the execs in? I was, uh, hoping to take them to lunch. And like, oh, yeah, sure. And you know, like, they brought them, like, Chuck E. Cheese pizza or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> go, I thought you guys want some good pizza. <laughs> Here you go. All right, that's how your guy lasts. <laughs> you guys have a good day. <laughs> like, you know, because yeah. from doing the console war shit, I was like, oh, these men are 10-year-old children. Exactly. Business is just like this. It's a bunch of, like, people just throwing fits. Popping balloons, man? Come on. Jeez. Anyway. Come on. Putting them in the pool? God. That's just, that's just, like, such an aside. I just love doing this. I love this show. I love you. I love you, Austin. This show is so much fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> Discovery Land. And Discovery Zone? That's the history of Discovery Zone. You're thinking of Caesar's yep. Land. <laughs> Not... We're Discovery Maybe if they combine their powers. Where a kid can be a they kid. They could have... Maybe if they all combined their powers, it could have defeated Charles. Maybe they could have, but that would have required teamwork. And in business, teamwork doesn't make the dream work, I guess. No, we're always told it does, but it absolutely doesn't. I'm imagining now the scene from fucking Justice League of (laughs) Justice League standing together around that table. I don't know what Discovery Zone's mascot would have been. I guess if they had it their way, something from Klasky Chupo. Oh, let me show you what Discovery Zone's mascot looks like. Oh, God, they had one? Yes, he's like this little robot. Oh, right, 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 you said that. (laughs) Yeah. His name was Z-Bop. Let me... (laughs) Caesar Man. How am I going to send this to you? Caesar Man looks up at Z-Bop and is like... I don't care how many wars he's won on how many hells. He's never fought us. Not together. And they look over at Mickey Mouse and he nods his head so- <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna send this to you. Oh god, what's the oh god, what's the other one Chuck E. Cheese killed? Um Oh I lost it. <laughs> Give me Pizza one second time? waiting for the inner pe- what pizza time? Which was the other I'm one? I'm trying to think of the other like pizza themed place i lost the bit uh i <laughs> uh yeah that's that's all i've got yeah i'm gonna send you zbop and that's how we're gonna end this episode okay. come on and zoom. facebook come on oh. and zoom come on come in zoom come in zoom 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 oh do you see him okay did someone take this to their home <laughs> 
Yeah, some... Well, they were just going to kill him. What were they supposed to do? Hey, if I roll... Couldn't let him die. I'm letting, I'm letting you, Brenda, know. Because I know you as a person. And I know, like, <laughs> when you are given the resources you deserve in this world, what you'll do with them. And I'm letting you know right now, <laughs> if one of these are in your house, I'm going to walk in and back up like Homer Simpson to the fucking bushes. <laughs> no, my big purchase... If I could ever purchase, like, one big thing, it's going to be, like, that giant stuffed Garfield. The big one. The big boy. No, that's, see, that's, that's the understandable. Big, that robot is... The big Garth. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah, this, this guy, Z-Bot, he looks a little bit too much like my arch enemy, the Alfie toy robot. <laughs> I think I'm going to... Hate that this guy. This is, for you, the listener, this will mean nothing, but I think I'm going to post that as the, like, no context teaser for this episode. Yes, do it. Um, See who knows. Zoom, the Zoom song is a no context spoiler for my research for next week. So good luck figuring that out. <gasps> Are you out. doing Zoom? It's, Are you doing PPC? It's kids? no context spoiler. Uh, <sighs> goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Our music was provided by Esperanza Garay Negron, and you can find their music on Bandcamp at knifenun.bandcamp.com. Our introduction was voiced by Cafe 3G. You can find him under that handle on Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is a part of the Nacellecast Podcast Network. You can find us at Nerd Mysteries on Twitter. The show is edited and produced every week by the amazing host Brenda. And as a reminder, please, please, please... If you're listening to Apple Podcasts, throw us a five-star review. Helps you show it a lot. Tell a friend about the show. And until next time, historians, see ya.